Good evening, this is the Dr. Zeus Podcast. 30 years ago, was it 30 years ago? Yeah, they put out Straight Outta Compton. Ice Cube kicked it off. West Coast rap. Hip-hop rap, you know, okay? So I'm going to talk about that tonight. I'm going to talk about... um, Oh my God. I love when I tell people I'm doing something and they just keep going. Anyway... So, unfortunately, a lot of people that I know don't like rap or hip-hop or, you know, as they put it, they call it crap. And I'm like, well, have you tried listening to it? Because not all of it's bad. Well, there's a lot of cussing. Bang, bang, bang. And I'm thinking, no, maybe that's one type that you've heard. It's like someone who says they don't like sushi because they had it one time. Yeah. That's like people who would say they don't like hip hop, you know. It's like, oh my God. Or when I tell people, oh yeah, I saw Kendrick Lamar on TV and they're like, ew, I don't want to hear it. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So it's just one of those nights, Sunday night, thought I would do this. Had a really good burger. Um, found myself thinking and reliving the days when Seinfeld was on TV. That has no, well, actually that has a lot to do with hip hop because Seinfeld like hip hop was consistent and they would talk about everything within the lexicon pop culture. I'm sure there's a soup Nazi of hip hop. We haven't found him yet, you know? Yeah. And, um, the other day I was listening to Kendrick Lamar and I got all fired up and I thought that's the beauty of Kendrick Lamar is he's his social consciousness because, you know, as I just played in the intro straight out of Compton, um, what I just keep talking about living in Compton, the cops, how the cops would, you know, mistreat them, mistreat everybody in the neighborhood. They were just telling the truth. You know, um, they have a song that got them in trouble with the FBI called Fuck the Police, and that's hip-hop. And it was the CNN of the ghetto. It truly was. And it's still CNN. It's CNN of everywhere now because everyone can do it. And, they're, you know, they're going to talk about things that you don't want to hear and that you do want to hear. And... um You know, I mean, it goes all the way back to the message because, you know, hip hop was born in the Bronx and it's continued. Some of it's funny, you know, some of it, I mean, when you hear some of the things that Lil' Kim and the Notorious B.I.G. say to each other, oh, Lil' Kim, Lil' Kim, where, oh, where have you, or that almost is like the three little pigs right there. Lil' Kim, Lil' Kim, let me come in. Not by the hair of Notorious Big's chinny chin chin or her chin. Um, there was a great moment. I think all of you remember it from the MTV Awards 1999. Uh, Lil' Kim 
I think um, she came out with Mary J. Blige and Diana Ross. Diana Ross sees little Kim's pasty on her boob and kind of jiggles little Kim's boob. And I was like, hmm. Even Mary J. Blige was just like, what am I drinking? What, what universe is this? That's the beauty of hip hop is anything can happen. Anything can happen. You can put out a record, Biggie, and be dead right before the record comes out. And we're talking about the full double album. And the other day, I was thinking about Drake and his double album. I'm sorry, Drake, but that's already been done in the 90s. People really don't put out double albums now. It's kind of like, what's the point? And I love how people compare Drake to other people. Like Tupac? Oh, I don't like Tupac. I like Drake. No. Mm -mm. That's why I try to always put Kendrick Lamar into people's ears. I'm like, uh, see this? This is someone who can do it. This is someone who's not faking it to make it. He has a message. He has an art form. He is truly one of the best. Because when I hear him, okay... I'm not going to get all serious you on you motherfuckers, but come on, let's talk. Um, when I hear Kendrick Lamar, I hear West Coast hip-hop from the 90s. I hear Nas, Tupac, Biggie, NWA. I hear a lot of NWA in, in Kendrick Lamar. You know, um, so that's what it is. Uh yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> but little Kim, little little Kim, I don't know if that's desperation now, you know, because she's got into a big old beef with Nicki Minaj. She stole my look. Well, little Kim didn't always look like that. There's a picture of her and Mariah Carey before little Kim decided to get a makeover, or as I call it, a boob makeover. And everything makeover. <laughs> the, the early pictures of little Kim, you're just like, whoa, that's Biggie's fluffer? <sighs> I was kind of disappointed growing up when I saw her on TV one day and she didn't rap like she did on the record. I went, whoa, they really beef your voice up because she sounded all kind of um, pitchy. Little Kim, the Queen Bee. And I thought, who the fuck is that? It was almost like Millie Vanilli come to life. <laughs> you know, meanwhile, I mean, her lyrics, come on, you got to hand it to her, you know. Uh, uh, she, I think she kind of jumped the shark, though, when she put out her second record. And she's like, uh, me and Puff like Janet and Mike and make us want to scream. Know what I mean? I remember hearing that thinking. Huh? The hell? You know, and then she talked about the magic stick that her and 50 Cent rode. 50 Cent wants nothing to do with her. <laughs> it's a magic stick. I like 50. He's cool. At first, I didn't like him because I was like, who the fuck is that? And he kind of taught. I thought, okay, you know, because I didn't know his story. It's like, why is he talking like that? Oh, because he has a bullet lodged in his tongue. Okay. 
But then he even said that it made his flow better. You know, of course, dating Vivica Fox can also make your flow better. And then you just have her and then you dump her. And, you know, he's had Chelsea Handler. A lot of people were shocked by that. Ew, she's all yuck. I'm like, hey, they're the same age. He's fitty. He can have what he wants. He said to Chelsea, hey, have a baby by me and be a millionaire. And she almost considered it, you know. But Chelsea doesn't want children. Chelsea wants only Chelsea. I used to watch her show when it was funny. Um, The Netflix show, I kind of lost track of it because I was just like, "Mm, yeah, I don't know. It was funny in some aspects. I love the round table. I always wanted to have my own round table. Just have people up there and talk, you know, but there would be times like I'd come home from work expecting to watch Chelsea lately and the car, dat, yeah, they'd come on. And I'm like, where's my Chelsea? Oh, it came on earlier. I'm like, damn it. We don't have, at the time, we didn't have DVR. So I was like, where's my Chelsea? I work all day, and I want to come home and watch Chelsea. She's not there. A friend of mine and I almost went to a taping of Chelsea and Chelsea lately. But we couldn't get around to going to, I didn't get around to going to L.A., we were also because she wanted to meet Elvira because Elvira was coming out with a comic book and we were going to meet Elvira, but it didn't happen, you know, and what's, what's done is done, you know? So, um, the saga of game of Thrones doggies continues right now. Which one is okay. I was going to say cookie, but no cookies, not in heat. Cutie is cuties in heat. If you don't know what that is, read a book. Um, so she's behind bars right now because it's like something out of Game of Thrones. The the evil father dragon wants her, and so we had to lock her up for her own good so that she doesn't get knocked up and become a statistic, a statistic doggy. And oh, I don't know. That's not The father's not even our dog. It's like, you know, what do we put him in a box and put him on our doorstep? I mean, you know, in the olden, in my grandmother's day, when you put something on someone's doorstep, it was a bag of shit with, and it was lit on fire. But I don't think we could do that. So, you know, and no harm to animals. I'm just saying the bag of shit theory, bag of dog shit. I don't know. I don't know. I thought, why don't you, why don't we just give them to someone who wants them? Like some little old lady that wouldn't make, wouldn't, you know, mind having a horny dog is going to go and populate the area with puppies. Yeah, really short little puppies. I don't know. But our, um, the dog. Yeah. It's like game of Thrones. I swear to you. And I've seen parts of game of Thrones and I've heard stories. So I can attest to it because, Oh my God, she's not even old enough to drive. And she's already, you know, she's got a German shepherd out the gate for her and some little black and white dog. And it's like, whoa, Lassie will not be coming home tonight. I mean, shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's just one thing after another. You know what I mean? Uh, um, No. Okay. Too many distractions. But see, that's the beauty is I can go back to talking about hip hop. 
there was this one song that I used to love. I know one of my friends knows who sing who raps it. I always wondered who does it. Um, I forget their name. Jackie ran away. Jackie ran away. If you know who it is, then tell me. Write to me. Write your letters. Um, I know they weren't talking about Jackie Kennedy. Oh, let's segue into that. Um, so, you know, yes, they do. Uh, people don't think that they mix rock and rap. They do. It's still, it, sometimes it's called, I don't know, new metal or something. The Deftones rap. Um, Rage Against the Machine. Hello. Zach De La Roca. Come on, you know. What is he? He said something about Jackie. He did. They did this song called Tire Me. And he's like, I want to be Jackie Onassis. I want to wear a pair of dark sunglasses. I want to be Jackie. Oh, 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 please don't die. Yeah. They also had another, um, because Rage Against the Machine did have a hip hop background because Zach would sing, but then he's rapping. Okay. So then he has this one song. Um, or he says, I'm riding down Rodeo with a shuck and these people ain't seen a brown skinned man since their grandparents bought one. And then you hear that, um, Tom Morello's guitar going, um, they even had, Oh God, gorilla radio. Um, but it's rock, it's rock based, but it's got the hip hop lyrics. It's perfect. You know, it's a long, it's a long way from Run DMC and Aerosmith. Come on. If you don't remember that, or the Beastie Boys. The Beastie Boys, you know, um, rapping over Led Zeppelin, Pete. And um, I think Paul Paul's Boutique is probably their masterpiece. You know, I, I like Sabotage. I like it. And I love License to Ill. And Brass Monkey, oh my God. But Paul's Boutique... When I first, I, people would always tell me, you know, listen to it. And it's like, eh, I'm listening to Hello Nasty. Leave me alone. But then I took some time out one time to listen to uh, Paul's Boutique. And I heard this. So, Beasties, Beasties, we're doing everything. They're, they're mixing movie clips, rock, hip hop, everything. They're being bratty. That was the thing about the Beastie Boys. Um, Chuck D gave them an award once, and he said it was like Jackie Robinson in reverse. Because here were these three Jewish white boys from New York, and they were going to do hip hop, and they had a punk background, okay? And so what made Paul Paul's Boutique work was they took everything that they learned from the first album and they pumped it up. So you got the guitars, you got movie clips, you got Jaws, 
and and the and then the three of them because it, it's all three of them doing their parts together versus one person does one part you know like a, a tribe called quest where um i'm gonna sneeze so you have to wait okay everyone has to have a sneeze don't worry i don't i don't put things up my nose i only pick my nose with a tissue um but yeah, the beasties, you know, they did it good. I mean, they're not just rapping about partying. Come on, people, get it right. Um, Cypress Hill. I could talk all. Oh, oh my goodness, Ice Cube. That's why I opened the show tonight with Ice Cube. Ice Cube is probably one of the, that's the most iconic. That intro. Oh, okay. Doctor Dre's opens it with "You are about to listen to Street Knowledge," and then you hear Ice Cube. Ice Cube's delivery was so strong. It was so... This is what's going on. It was a Bob Dylan-esque with um, a little bit of uh, Richie Haven's freedom because that's also very strong. That intro, that kind of... Hey, let's talk about it. Um, the Beastie Boys. The, the You got a fight for your right to party video. That is pretty funny. You know, and, and they break all kinds of shit. And, um, you know, I don't know. I think I think hip hop gets a bad rap because people. And here's the other thing. And I'm going to say this and if you don't like it. Then you can leave. I think a lot of you who say, oh, I don't like hip hop. I think it's because you just don't like black music. And that's sad because hip hop is not just black music. It's you have Cypress Hill there, you know. Hispanic, you have Rage Against the Machine, which are multiracial, Deftones were multiracial, and then you have um, the Beastie Boys, you have Eminem, Ice-T, who is also multiracial, so come on, so, hey, give it a chance, don't dog it until you try it, you know, who else is on here that I could talk about, I mean... I love the Beastie Boys. I I was so sad when um Adam Yock died. You know, I'd never seen him live. They never will, you know. And then someone like LL Cool J. See, they are all they all knew each other. That's the beauty of the early days. You know. They all knew each other. He needs to go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tupac's already in there. And DPUA is in there. Rage, or not Rage. Uh, Run DMC. You know, they're all in there. So, it's common, people. And I'm going to take my first break. And um, we're going to come back. I'm going to try to get hold of Mr. Texas. I don't know where he's hiding out at. You know, he he's either... Uh, and I'm watching Monk. So, I'm kind of... I have all the... And my neck really fucking hurts. I did. I think it's from all that work I did. I need to do more of it. And then my neck will be like, return to normal. And we're going to talk about more shit, you know, and I'm going to make you laugh, hopefully, and shoot water out of your nose, you know. Um, oh, God. One of the guys from Monk I saw in Jurassic World, he played a bad guy. But I won't tell you. You got to guess which one, you know, or as she says on a Doctor Who, remember River Song? Spoilers. Spoilers. 
All right, I'll be back. Hello, this is Gloria Vanderbilt. I want to invite you to Andrew's birthday orgy. You see, Anderson is dead to me. He has not been a very good son. And after he abandoned my good girlfriend, Kathy Griffin, she is a piece of work. As I get older by the day and the second, Andrew is looking more and more like my child. Just gaze at that picture. He looks like a Vanderbilt. He is not a Cooper. And that I'm thankful for. And I hope that you are doing well and that the Vanderbilt Corporation is helping to provide for your pot habits. Thank you. <laughs> Good evening. It is Dr. Zeus, the podcast. I'm fin. Oh, I'm, I'm back. I'm tired. I almost said I'm finished. It's, it's, that's like something from what's that? There will be blood. Um, where is it going? Finished. I'm not really finished. I'm still doing the show. Watching Monk. Um, I tried to get hold of the co-host, and I know, I know. I know, we miss him. Clap. We need Jerry Springer right now. <laughs> God, that, that food was too much. Oh, my God. Um, that clip was me. My friend is obsessed with Gloria Vanderbilt because of how she talks, you know? He's like, why does she talk like that? I miss it. I said to him, that's called money. <laughs> He's like, what? How come Anderson doesn't talk like that? I said, that's called Anderson. Um, yeah, he's on my shit list right now. Oh, here she is. Here, oh, here she is. Here she is. Oh, want to even play a preview? Oh, glory of Underbilt. Um, oh, here we are. I just always remember my mom having this kind of look behind her eye, that whole Vanderbilt, but the reality of her life. Ah, uh, secrets. <laughs> I'm just what he looked like when you first met him. I knew him for a week and married three weeks later. Really? How old were you? 20. Did any of your friends think it was weird? I don't know. I mean... <laughs> Oh, yes, with my mother. People were so fascinated with this family that apparently had everything. I never felt that I belonged. You know, I felt I was an imposter. Yeah, I actually bought that documentary. Just for Gloria, though, and her Vanderbiltness. So we're going to talk about Mr. Texas. He's not here tonight. I tried calling. He's at the Piggly Wiggly, probably. Oh, it's Craig T. Nelson. Who knew he was on Monk? So if if he were here right now, I'm talking about Mr. Texas, not Craig T. Nelson. That would be weird. Yeah, I really liked Coach. Want to talk about Notorious B.I.G.? <laughs> and you just imagine his face. Who? Yeah, Biggie. You know? Oh, yeah. You know, I just thought of this. You know how Jay-Z likes to go, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Is that like, is he carrying on Biggie's traits? You know, you know how Biggie would go, oh, and then he'd start to rapping about little Kim. God, that was a weird relationship. Weird. 
Oh, and then their their you know their little fight with Tupac, but that I think was really on wax a record as as they call it. You know, now it's is that on MP3? They're fighting MP3 style, like it's kung fu. Maybe that's why Kendrick Lamar calls himself Kung Fu Kenny. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I like that he, people call him that, and he calls himself that Kung Fu Kenny. You know. And it's Saturday. It's uh, it's Sunday night. God, I I see you do that voice of Gloria Vanderbilt, and then you start to feel like you're 94. You know, it's like, oh, Mister Texas will not be in tonight. Neither will my son, who is begotten to me, Anderson Cooper, after what he did to my good friend Kathy Griffin. I write to her extensively and warn her that in as she approaches 60 her vagina is going to turn to gray paper and it's going to become so sensitive that it might just fall apart and that is why Jane Fonda a good friend of mine has given up sex entirely because she's scared she might break a hip yes hello we are waiting on Mr. Texas. He has been so good to this show, talking about weird shit, talking in a Caitlyn Jenner voice, as he often likes to do, to the chagrin of the listeners. But it keeps it interesting, yes. We could just call this the Vanderbilt Show, my lovely jeans. But no, we're going to go to Studio 54 again in our walkers and we're going to dance around like a cakewalk to the sounds of Destiny's Child. Oh, oh, isn't that amazing to play music that wasn't even alive in the 70s during the Studio 54 era? Liza Minnelli would weep. But she's not here. Neither is Mr. Texas. Well, it's time for I turn it back over to Dr. Zeus. Incorporated motherfuckers. Yeah, that's Gloria Vanderbilt. Well, an impression. You know, after last year's train wreck. Did you see the train wreck of CNN? Yes. You had Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, what's his name? Uh, the other guy. I forget his name. See, when you do a Gloria Vanderbilt impression, your mind just turns to 94, you know, or is she 96? I don't know. Um, but the other CNN anchor, <laughs> they always do funny shit in Louisiana. They should host the show. I only caught a little bit of Anderson and Andy. And it was just, you know, people were already wishing Kathy Griffin would come back. You know, where's Kathy? We miss her. Well, you all threw her to the wolves after she did a photo, which is her right to do. And she was making a statement with the photo. And if you don't like, oh, that's not right. It looks disturbing. 
This administration looks disturbing. Come on. Let's get that out of the way right there. And I'm watching. I know you think, oh, this big nerd, he's watching Monk. But, you know, it's on. Some people watch Law and Order all day long or watch The Facts of Life all day long or HD, HG motherfucking TV. No. On Sundays, I watch Monk. Even though I have the full DVD collection, I still watch it. And, you know, I don't know. It's a jungle out there. And I'm not going to sing the rest of the song, you know, because it's, uh, I'm not Randy Newman, but I, I played one on TV. Um, I, I had a really big dinner and then I had a, another big second dinner and, um, I shouldn't have done that, but you know, this apple cider vinegar is really helping and it's really working and good times. I think I just heard a, oh, I thought that was one of the dogs. <sighs> when I came home, the um, evil, we'll call him uh, Poppy, was hanging outside the little kennel that we have um, cutie in because, you know, he's trying to seduce her, which is like Game of Thrones. I, in, these animals and incest. I don't get it. Ooh, I gave birth to you, but I still have to, you know. Ew. Is that like part of the circle of life? They didn't mention that in The Lion King. You know. It's not like, uh, you know, Mufasa, you know, went after Simba's daughter. I mean, come on, you know. Maybe in Game of Thrones, but not in The Lion King. Okay. Not in The Lion King. Homie, don't play that, all right? Oh, my God. I'm a little restrained right now because I'm not in my room where I can usually say what I want because it's too hot in there. You know, it's like being in an oven. You know, and the Good Witch of the North is not going to serve me cookies and booze. Oh, my friend, she is partying it up. Her birthday was Friday. She said to me she had some margaritas. I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I was with you right now. Margaritas and Mexican food. That is how it goes together, you know. Um, Good night. Good night. Great. Now I have to cut that out. Sorry. Good evening. This is the late night edition of the Dr. Zeus podcast. Because we can't get a hold of our co-host, Mr. Texas, I'm going to do one of his favorites. Okay. Hello, this is Gloria Vanderbilt. Mr. Texas cannot come to the phone right now. You understand? I have encouraged him to be on the show. Because he is my new daughter. Because Anderson Cooper has become dead to me. He rejected Kathy Griffin after that picture. But that was her political right to do so. And he has turned 
CNN's New Year's Eve into a dick fest with him and Andy Cohen, who I do not approve of. Mr. Texas has often said, why do I talk like this? It's called money, motherfuckers. Money. In the 70s, when I used to hang out at Studio 54 with Liza Minnelli and Betty Ford, listening to the sounds of Chic, L'Afrique, and Truman Capote in my ear saying about the Rolling Stones, Oh, honey, you've got to come. It was the 70s. And now I'm going to turn the show over to Dr. Zeus. And later he's going to talk with the enigmatic in, 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 Stevie Nicks. <laughs> this is Gloria Vanderbilt. Wear my jeans on your butt. Yeah. Thank you. See, he loves the Gloria Vanderbilt. He loves it. He would say to me, why does she talk like that? I said, money. Oh my God. Um, oh my God. Anyway, as we were talking about earlier, hip hop, um, you know, there's a lot of good things to be said about it. Um, Yeah, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> um, Bees in the Trap. First time I heard that, that rhymed. I fell in love with her, I thought. Well, no, I fell in love with her when I heard Roman's Revenge. I am not Jasmine, I am Aladdin. I thought, okay, I like this. And then Eminem, and then she's got Eminem. I don't know how she got him on there. You know, I don't know. There were always rumors that they were dating Nicki Minaj and Eminem, I can't see that. Eminem is even tired of Eminem sometimes, you know. I mean, Mariah Carey tried to dust it off, you know, and say, say two, three things good about Eminem. They come in a package, and it's like, okay, Mariah, live in La La Land, you know. Come on. And then she's got ODB. Oh, God, ODB. ODB. Ooh. Let's talk about him. Mm? ODB. God. I mean, misunderstood, funny, got up at the Grammys, and poor Sean Colvin. But, you know, I think she got a kick out of that. She wasn't... See, she didn't pull a Taylor Swift. Oh, he didn't let me have my moment. Be, you know, Beyonce and Kanye. Here we go. This is this is ODB. Shimmy, 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 yeah, yeah. Brooklyn Zoo. While I be coming with deeper and more shit Enough to make you break and shake your ass Rock today Rhyme good as the tasty cake Makes the style a master in Niggas catching headaches What, what? You need aspirin The type of pain you couldn't even kill 
when Wu Tang and I even thought Wu Tang should have won Best Rap Album, not P Diddy, but this is when he was known as Puffy. Okay, Puff Daddy be my pal when I yee yee yeah. Yeah, some of the songs of the '90s were good, and a few of them it was like, "What are they smoking?" Um, one time I was at work, and um, I just started saying, "Beep beep, who got the keys to the Jeep?" I'm driving to the beach, top down, loud sound, see my peeps. Give them pounds now, look who it be. It be me, 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 Timothy, Timothy. But I only but I only said the, you know, beep beep who got the keys to the G part. <laughs> Missy, Mr. Mina Elliott. If you work it, then you work it. Take a flip down thing and reverse it. It's your fick meow 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 meow. It's your fick meow 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 meow. If you work it, then you work it. If you flip that style, reverse it. Yeah. Get your freak on. So she made it fun. BC's made it fun. ODB. Oh, my God. So ODB comes out there, okay? And he's like, you know, Wu-Tang, Puffy is good, but Wu-Tang is better. Wu-Tang is better. Wu-Tang should have won. And he's and he's, and he's pissed off because he bought this outfit. It was, it was a weather outfit, I'll tell you that. And so he's like, I should have won. And, you know, Erica Badu is like, that's right. <laughs> he should have won. You know, I agree. I agree. I never under, you know, P- Puffy had his moment. Puffy had his moment. And I was like, eh. But, you know, let's get real here. Let's get real. Or as Joan Rivers would say, come on, can we talk? Let's talk. Puffy would only... Puffy is only famous as a solo artist because Biggie died. Had Biggie not died, come on. Because you know that whole, it would have belonged to Biggie. Biggie dies. Uh, Life After Death comes out. You know, uh, Mo Money, Mo Problems, Hypnotize. Became a big double album along the lines of All Eyes on Me. You know, and um, that was the other thing. Is, um, I think they wanted to award Biggie too, so then they gave the freaking Grammy to Puff Daddy. Um, oh, this is an injustice. This is when you know the Grammys are full of shit, okay? About 20 years ago, Grammys, you know, okay, and I, and I remember it like it was yesterday. I truly do. 20 years ago. Chris Rock comes out with Vanessa Williams. They name off the nominees. The nominees for Best Rap Solo. The Fly. Uh, Super Duper The Fly. Missy Elliott. Ain't Nobody L. Cool J. Hypnotize. Notorious B.I.G. Um, put Your Hands Where Your Eyes Can See. Buster Rhymes. And Men in Black. Will Smith. You know who won? Will Smith. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I understand. He was big. He was a movie star. But Men in Black winning over Hypnotize Biggie? The fuck are you smoking, Grammys? Fuck. Or, oh, here's the other thing. Um, There was, they used to put Grammy award winning stickers on ODB's album. 
And I looked it up, and ODB didn't win a Grammy, poor guy. He should have. I mean, he lost out to Naughty by Nature's um, Poverty's Paradise, which was probably their lowest album. Not a great album. Versus ODB. Come on. ODB. Hey, dirty. Baby, I got your money. And, you know, and then he's out there saying, you know, uh, me and Mariah go back like babies to pacifiers. I can't do him justice. But as I was saying earlier, because I was waiting for them to go to sleep. Um, okay. Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim's lyrics. When I was in high school, I used to take the album with me to school. Okay. You know, you take your school books and you take your CD player. And you weren't allowed to have a CD player, but I would still take it. And I remember one time we were in um, study hall. And um, my teacher was there. And uh, what is it? Uh, <laughs> he's listening to it. And he's like, my God, does your mother you know you have this? I said, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I was like 16 or 17. Um, okay, so this is this is some of Little Kim's lyrics. I used to know these off the top of my hand. I would listen to this and just laugh hysterically. Yeah, uh, fuck that, yo. Uh, or what is? She? No, I like her part, not Little Caesar's part. Um, here it is. This is Little Kim's. The, her some of the shit that she would say. It's like, are you kidding me? Some bitches do and some bitches don't. Ride a dick till the, he busts shit. I know I won't. Come too fast for me. A waste of a good dick, if you ask me. I like to put his back in it. If it's a wee, fuck around and pull a track in it. <laughs> All I get is few strokes, that's it. The bomb-ass shit's got your cigarettes lit. Who, me? Forced to use plan B. Master play, play with the pussy. <laughs> he busts off here snoring. He's straight. I knew this date would be boring. <laughs> I want to wake him up and have his do his do. Now use the tongue. Click the booty. Click the booty. <laughs> you want to steal this pussy like a thief. <laughs> now kiss the lips without the teeth. <laughs> So I bust a nut or two. Come clean like Giroux. Good night to you too, boo. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? Um, uh, what is it? Vanity. Vanity 6. You know, nasty girl. And what does she say at the end of that? The fact that they played that on the radio always got me. They never believed it where she's like, is that all? Or no, she's like, hmm. Are you done? Wake me when you're done. I guess you'll be the only one having fun. And she's, you know, and Prince, that was the other thing. Prince was rapping before people were rapping. You know, Prince would put it on the record, you know, and he, you know, he, like he's saying he's a sexy motherfucker. You know, that's a good song. You know, you can't play that on the radio. Now on Sirius XM, you could put a regular radio. It's sexy MF. You know, and that's all he wrote. Um, Notorious Kim. That was such a weak album. La Bella Mafia, The Naked Truth, Miss Goat. No. Black Friday, the Nicki Minaj diss. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Black Friday. Let's see what she said about her. I never really listened to it. Okay, these are kind of weak. 
Who the fuck want war? FedEx beef straight to your front door. I'll be a murder scene. I'm turning Pink Friday to Friday the 13th. Ain't you little Kim Clown clone? All this buffoonery shit stops now. Time for you to lay down. I'm sick of your of the fraud. I put my hands on this bitch like a spa massage. We all know your last name, what you got your where you got your job. You put a together a gimmick, something like a collage. Since you're putting on a show, you gotta get the applause. Okay. Lil Kim, Lil Kim, let your pigs in. You were desperate. You know, hey, Nicki Minaj is the hot new thing, you know? I mean, um, I like Nicki Minaj. I can't hate on her. I can understand where Lil' Kim feels a little threatened, kind of like how Madonna felt threatened by Lady Gaga. But you know what? It's the circle of life without those dogs. And it moves us all. You know, I can't wait for the new album. I love Nicki Minaj. Um... Let me see if I can find. I love bees in the trap, though. That's such a silly. He was he was stupid. Oh, he was stupid. Oh, <laughs> see, she makes it fun. You know, hip hop has its seriousness, and then it's fun. Okay, you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, Pink Friday. <laughs> um, I love bees in the trap. First time I heard it, I was like, hey. All right. Um, bitches ain't shit and they ain't saying nothing. A hundred motherfuckers couldn't tell me nothing. Bees in the trap, bee, bees in the trap. That's all I'm saying. Um, she's got, you know, I don't like it when she sings. I don't get that. I think it's a little strange. It's like, oh, God. Um, here we go. Starships were meant to fly Hands up, touch the sky Can't get stuck cause we're so high Let's do this one more time It's on the floor, floor Jump in my rope and a hoodie hoop I own that, I ain't gonna pay this rent no more I own that, don't buy no fuck you, fuck, 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 And then I'm listening to it, I'm like, okay, I'm confused Am I at the club? Am I, what, what are you, what are you doing? It's like the one time that I heard um, Amy Winehouse playing at the club, not the club, at the gym. Some people treat it like it's a club. I don't. And they're all hooking up. Um, and I hear Amy Winehouse and it's like a dance version. I said, what kind of shit is this? I was so disgusted. I actually left for the night. I was like, I'm not listening to that shit. Uh-uh. Oh my God. It was just, it was stupid. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Amy Winehouse loved hip hop. She loved it. And if you've ever heard, if you've never heard Back to Black, okay. It's got some hip hop beats. And that's not by accident. Here she's got this, you know, jazzy vibe. And then she's got these these beats. That's a hip hop beat. You know that's not for Frank Sinatra's music, okay? The way she, you hear that beat, and then you hear this smooth kind of, she's talking about some guy with a skull t-shirt, talking about what did she do, and sipping her out like she's Tangeray. 
she's you know she's she sounding like a rapper in that aspect because she's spitting those lyrics. I loved her. I thought she was great. She wanted to do a song with Nas, and she died. And so what Nas did is he got permission from the family to uh, do a cherry wine clip with her singing, and then he raps over it. It was perfect. It was a perfect marriage of song of two artists who are so similar and give so much to one another. Let me see if I can find it. I love that song. I love that video. I love it more than I do rehab. I like rehab better than it's like because they played it so much, you know? That's the thing that that's what killed the radio. They play they overplay shit. It's like let us overplay it. Let me see if I can find it. Here it is. You gotta give it to Nas. So he's doing it right. Has never won a fucking Grammy. He always gets beat out by Jay Z, and it's like, are you kidding me? Stop giving. It's almost like he's the Frank. He thinks he's the Frank Sinatra of hip hop. It's like, no, you're not. Stop it. Stop it. God, give Nas his Grammy already. I'm pissed. Oh my god. And I want you, Monk, again. And um, you know, I'm. I had this little thing that I bought at Cost Plus or World Market. One day I had left, I had had sushi. And sometimes when I have too much sushi, I think it makes my brain all like, oh, you know, in La La Land. And I thought I was going to go to Bed Bath & Beyond. And I walked in and I accidentally went to World Market. And I said to them, oh, everything looks so different in here. And I thought, wait a minute, am I in the same place? And I realized, oh, shit, I'm not. And I had these little, this little skull, glow-in-the-dark skull, and I'm like a little see-through skull. And then you take the brain out. And so that's basically sums up the current administration. Take the brain out and there you go. Yeah, I'm going there, motherfuckers. And um, it's, it's Sunday night. I almost said it's Friday night. I think some of you wish it, it was Friday night. You know, and. Uh, oh, my God. It's like one thing after another. <laughs> Just let me be. Let me be me. I love Amy Winehouse, though. That was so sad when she died. I think people were expecting it. I wasn't expecting it. I thought, you know, you know, she has all these tools to get better. And she didn't want to. And it was, it was pretty sad. What's this? Oh, I thought someone messaged me. I thought it was Mr. Texas. Hey. You know, let's do a seance. You haven't done one in a while. All right. Seance time. Seance. We call for 
Amy Winehouse. Amy, talk to us. You've been dead for a long time. Come on, Amy. Amy. What do you want? Amy, Amy, it's Doctor Zeus. Dr. Zeus. Remember we interviewed? Yes, yeah, so I know who you are. You know, I love that you play my music on your show. Can you turn it off for a bit? Oh, I want to talk. Turn the echo down. All right. Hi, Amy. How are you doing? Fine, you know, my albums are still selling. We got a bank up here in heaven. You have a bank up there? Yeah, you talked about it with Michael Jackson, didn't you? It's like Camden Town up here. It truly is. I could bum a cigarette, you know. I was just sitting here up here with Brian Jones and Frank Sinatra, you know, just doing my thing. Saying, I haven't met Michael Jackson yet. It's. You know, it's complicated. I don't think he wants to meet me. I think he's scared. It's like, oh, is that Amy Winehouse? I don't know. I did get to meet Whitney Houston. That was exceptional. She knew my music very well. She was saying rehab. I thought, oh, goody, we both went that. Didn't work out. Didn't pan out, you know. No, I didn't. Um, How do you feel about that? Well, you know, love. It's just, it's, it happens for a reason, you know? And my records are going to live forever. Could live forever. And I want the fans to know that. That I'm up here and I, and I appreciate it, you know? I meet them downstairs in the bar and her. You roll black sleeves and a skull t shirt. Thank you, Amy. But you know, love, you caught me at a bit of time because. We're doing a show tonight with Frank Sinatra, and I'm good at, he's never heard me rap before, so I'm going to do a little rap for him, okay? So, we're going to come to seance a little early, okay? Seance out. All right, and that was Amy Winehouse. Interesting. She's hanging out with Frank Sinatra. That's a little scary. Well, not really, but, you know, it's like, hey, can you just imagine that conversation? So, Amy... How you doing? Oh, I smoked a couple of fags, but you know, I'm good. Huh? What? What is this girl talking about here? I thought she's talking about music. She's talking about smoking. What did she do? Smoke them off with a sawed-off shotgun? No, the cigarettes. Cigarettes, blue eyes. You know, I could always go call Tony Bennett a call. He listens to my, my, my cockney. She loved Tony Bennett. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it's almost midnight. And you know what that means, motherfuckers? A cup of shut the fuck up. Um, I'm going to give a cup to shut the fuck up to the administration. And money, because money sucks. And I want to give, finally, a cup of shut the fuck up to the Grammys. Because you did not give Kendrick Lamar album of the year. I love Bruno Mars. Don't get me wrong. I love him. But that was a pop album, hot album of the year. But he won, and I'm somewhat happy. But Kendrick, hey, Kendrick Lamar won the Pulitzer Prize, so 
fuck the Grammys. And I'll leave it at that. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs>